Hello, this is Gary Hutchins with the Sunny Slope Church of Christ in Omaha, Nebraska. This is today's Bible class, a short, about a 13-minute Bible study every single day, getting us into God's Word and thereby focusing on our relationship with God and upon our souls. Also, it helps us to stay strong and grow stronger in our faith since faith comes by hearing the Word of God, Romans 10 and verse 17. So it's really beneficial for us. In fact, it's imperative for us to continually be in God's Word. Now, we always encourage you, help people in your life to get into God's Word by sharing these short studies with them every day. Help them to turn their lives around, to start focusing on their relationship with God and on eternity, because it's coming. You can share through Facebook friends, text messages, and other technological means, but share with your family members, your friends, your work associates, your neighbors, with literally everybody you can every day. Help somebody turn their life around. Help somebody get in touch with God. Help somebody grow in their faith. Help somebody get to heaven. What a great blessing for them by getting them into God's word through these studies every day. And it will also be a great blessing for you. So make that commitment and start sharing today and every day. We're talking about the most serious, deadly enemy that we have, and that's the devil. We're talking about our biggest problem for humanity in this world, in this physical life, and that's sin. The wages of sin is death, Romans 6 and verse 23. But the gift of God is eternal life. In Christ Jesus our Lord. Same verse, Romans 6 and verse 23. Now we've been focusing on Psalm 119. We're getting into that and we're looking at that as to answering the question how can I win against sin? How can I defeat the devil? How can I be victorious over all of the allurements, the temptations that he might use to try to lure me, lead me into sin and away from God and away from faithfulness to God? The answer is simply by getting into God's word. In Psalm 119, 176 verses in that psalm. We're just looking at verses 9 through 16. And the, this particular immediate part or context of this more general text begins with the question, how can a young man cleanse his way? Okay, how can we as human beings living in this earth in our physical bodies but with a soul, God has created us unique. We've emphasized that from everything else that he created in that he created us in his image, and that means he gave us a soul, an eternal soul. How can we cleanse our way? How can we live a righteous life? The psalmist goes on and gives the answer immediately. By taking heed according to your word. So it's as though... God, how can I cleanse my way? How can I be forgiven? How can I live a godly life, a pleasing life before you? And then he answers his own question by taking heed according to your word, by living by your teachings communicated to us in your word. With my whole heart, I have sought you. Oh, let me not wander from your commandments. Your word I have hidden in my heart that I might not sin against you. Oh, interesting. We want to look at that in a moment. The principle or the understanding behind 
your word I have hidden in my heart that I might not sin against you. And that goes right along with verse 9. How can I cleanse my way? How can I live a godly life? By taking heed according to your word. Well, in 1 John chapter 3 and verse 4, when we get into God's word, his word guides us to be able to recognize sin. John the apostle wrote, whoever commits sin also commits lawlessness, and sin is lawlessness. Lawlessness. We understand that concept, don't we? Another translation says it is transgression. Transgressing what? Transgressing God's law. Lawlessness, not not conforming to God's law, to God's spiritual guidance for us. Now, that's crucial. God gave us his word for a reason. It wasn't just to try to be this overbearing policeman in the sky. That's not who God is. He gave us his word to guide us in the best lifestyle that we could live as human beings upon this earth. In Romans chapter 4 and verse 15, because the law, I'm sorry, because the law brings about wrath, for where there is no law, there is no transgression. Who, what law is, is Paul talking about there? God's law. His law for us, that spiritual law that he has had written down for us that we might know how to live a godly life, a faithful life, an obedient life, a righteous life before him. His law helps us recognize sin. As we closed last time, I talked about how a piece of equipment that is designed to recognize counterfeit bills say in a bank or any financial institution, it recognizes those in a very unique way, but a fundamental way. We might think, well, it must be super sophisticated to be able to recognize every single different differentiation of, of counterfeit bills that pass through it. It does not recognize all those. It doesn't recognize all those differentiations. You see, they're, they're keep keep continually new types or varieties of counterfeit bills are produced on an ongoing basis. Well, that machine would have to be reprogrammed probably a couple times a week to be able to keep up with all of those if that was the basis for its recognizing counterfeit bills. But that's not the basis. It's programmed in a very simple, straightforward way. It's programmed to recognize only the true bills. And see, if you recognize the true bills, then it automatically catches anything that does not measure up to that standard. So how can we recognize sin, ungodliness, unrighteousness, unfaithfulness? By knowing the truth of God's word. Anything that does not measure up to the truth of God's word is sin. So Paul said in Roman, in, I'm sorry, in 2 Timothy chapter 2 and verse 15, study or be diligent to present yourself approved before God, a worker who does not need to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth, God's word. Recognizing it and handling it, applying it correctly in your personal life. That's how we recognize sin. Anything that does not conform to God's word is sin. 
God's word guides us in righteousness all the time consistently. In verse 10 of Psalm 119, the psalmist says, with my whole heart I have sought you. Oh, let me not wander from your commandments. I need to know God's whole heart. I need to know that communicated to me through his word so that I can recognize what is, cont- what is contradictory to his word, what is contradictory to his teachings. It's interesting, when you go back to verse 9, and he asks that question, how can a young man cleanse his way? By taking heed according to your word. Well, the Revised Standard Version says, how can a young man keep his way pure? The answer, by guarding it according to thy word. The New, Intervas- the New International Version says, by living according to your word. So the paraphrase, how can a young man stay pure in God's eyes? By reading your word and following its teachings. Having learned God's word, his will, and his ways through diligent study, the prayer is to guard me that I do not turn away from those precious truths that I have learned from your word. So again, with my whole heart I have sought you. Oh, let me not wander from your commandments. That is the way of security. That is the way of peace. That is the way of ultimate reward. Now we look at beginning with verse 11. Your word I have hidden in my heart that I might not sin against you. Hidden in my heart. Does that mean he's hidden it away and he's not telling anybody about it? It's a secret kind of thing for him? Not at all. He's talking about how God's word, he has made God's word a part of his very being. He keeps studying it. He keeps reading it. He keeps learning it, contemplating over it. And he keeps praying for God's understanding, to understand it correctly, and for God to help him make the proper applications to his life. We look at 2 Corinthians chapter 3 and verses 2 and 3. And here the apostle Paul wrote along this line, you are our epistle. Now, what is an epistle? A letter. Paul is talking to the Christians there in, in Corinth. He says, you are our letter. A letter written on paper? Not at all. You are our human, physical, spiritual letter to, as you live your lives spiritually by God's will. You are our letter written in our hearts, known and read by all men. Clearly, you are an epistle or a letter of Christ, ministered by us, written not with ink, but by the Spirit of the living God, not on tablets of stone, or we could say on sheets of paper, but on tablets of flesh. That is of the heart. Jesus said in Matthew chapter 5, and verses 13 through 16, that to be his true followers, we need to be seasoning salt and shining light. So what Paul is saying here in 2 Corinthians chapter 3, verses 2 and 3 is, we as Christians need to be shining lights of Christ and Christianity and God's word as the way we li- by the way we live our lives. People should be able to see that light in us. 
and thereby see the way to God through Christ for forgiveness and salvation. We're to be living letters, or God's word should be such a part of us that the way we live our lives daily exhibits his teachings, his truth in our very lives. Let's pray. Father, help us to be those Christians, those faithful followers of yours, dedicated to that extent that people can see you and your Son, our Lord and Savior, in us. Help us to be those shining lights, those living letters of your word before the people we live around day by day. And help it to make a difference for good in their lives. Please forgive us, gracious Father. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.